Hello everyone and welcome to BulbaCast episode number 10. I am Jesus Killer, of course, and joining us tonight will be PPN Steve, welcome Palace Network. Hi. Hi, your friendly neighborhood BMG mod. Hey guys. And last but not least, Archaic, Bulba Garden Webmaster. Hey everyone. And we have a very busy show for you tonight. Um, AG171, the Deoxys Crisis Special, we'll talk about that. Uh, speculation about some of the episodes coming down the road, especially with the titles that have been announced on Bubble Garden very recently, as well as many call-ins. And for the first time ever, we will have a question-answer segment coming up later. But first, let's get our first call-in. Our first call-in for Bulbacast number 10 will be Nintendo Theater. Let's bring him on. Hello, Nintendo Theater. Welcome to Bulbacast 10. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I just have two questions for you today. All right. Um, the first one, as many of you are aware, the Mastermind of the Mirage Pokemon commercial aired today on Kids WB, and it revealed a lot, well, not a lot, but it revealed quite a bit about the new episode, such as Mewtwo uh, talking without telepathy, apparently. Um, what? Ash looks like fan art, and a lot of the like Misty's in it, and Max isn't in it, and May's in it, and now a bunch of commotions gonna be coming up soon. And they showed another Mirage uh, Entei, which is kind of a weird thing. And um, basically, what do you guys think of this new commercial, and what do you think is going to lead from it? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to mention that I haven't even watched. Neither have I. I haven't. I haven't seen the commercial either. We need to, we need to grab it from somewhere. <laughs> if anyone has it, we'll take it. You want um, me to explain it? Uh, yes. Yeah. You do. All right. All right. Basically, it started off where it showed uh, Ash, Misty, and Professor Oak in a laboratory, and they're like coming soon on April twenty seventh or whatever. And then they showed like this weird scientist guy who looked really. He looked cool, but he was looked like a creepy character. Obviously, the bad guy, the doctor, not the professor, bad guy. And uh, they cut to a shot of the machine spitting out, like, a Mewtwo, an Entei, a Raikou, and a Suicune. And they were all, like, fuzzy and, like, Mirage-ish, I'm assuming. They were made by a computer and they're a computer program, apparently. Mm-hmm. The Mewtwo busts mm-hmm. out of the facility and starts attacking random things. Of um, course. It cu- yeah. <laughs> it cuts to a scene of Ash up against... Um, this, like, giant tank, which looked like where Mewtwo was born or whatever, and he's, like, trying to break through it. Then it cuts to another scene of Mewtwo fighting a bunch of random guys. First, Pikachu's headbutting Mewtwo, and Mewtwo's, like, doing pretty poorly against it. Then it cuts to a shot of Dragonite attacking Mewtwo, so maybe Lance is gonna come back or something, I don't know. And then it cut to another shot of, a back shot of Professor Oak, Misty, and Ash, like, in shock. And then, like, it, then the words "Mastermind of Mirage Pokemon" appeared on the screen, and they're like coming April 29th. Now, here, basically, now, that was the commercial. Now, here's my question to you. Yeah. Um, you said it was it was drawn like fan art. Um, yeah. Does that imply that it's a different animation? What? Uh, completely. That's, see, that's what I've been wondering. Is they've shown, um, like they showed, the Pokemon looked all right, but the characters themselves did not look like, the normal animation team at all. Like, the mm. shot where Ash is banging up against, like, the tube or whatever, his face looks very mm. non-regular animator-ish. 
I can't. I don't really know how to describe it. But Stuff's it was, gonna have a feel well, day like if this game. turns out to be not canon. Yeah, really. Um, I, I, I gotta say, I already assumed that this was going to be as, uh, as canon. It's like if you consider the whole, um, the musical thing that they had here in the states, canon. Music- then you can Whoa, consider th- musical what. The whole that that what was it the Pokemon Live? Let's not oh, go there. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying if you consider that canon, you could consider this canon. Otherwise, I, it's just a special, you know. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's really it's, just. But yeah. what really bugs me is you said that Mewtwo is talking without telepathy. Yes, and, it, and oh, another. Now thing. I'm starting to see. But why it's not the original Mewtwo. It's some sort of clone. I don't, some Mewtwo. Computer I don't care if it's original or not. That's wrong. And well, I mean, clone clone do you think Pokemon. that's wrong? Really, if you think that's wrong, like, by the end of the commercial, it honestly looked like Mewtwo was using Flamethrower, Ice Beam, Thunderbolt, and Solar Beam all at the exact same time. Oh, God. So, <laughs> it can use three of those attacks, I think, can it? It can use, I, know it I can think, use all Ice four. Beam and Thunderbolt. Not sure can about it use the other. But, um, I, I kind of had some hope for the series up, up until I heard about the voice actor thing. The, the, oh, the, another episode. bit. Right. Uh, um, now I don't really have as much hope for this special, because that's <laughs> that sounds pretty bad. Well, but I mean, not <laughs> to mention the whole commercial. They didn't, other than like I said, Mewtwo yelling. The whole commercial, there was I don't know if it was intentional, but there was absolutely no talking at all. Like you did not hear any of the characters. <laughs> do they? Do they? Do they usually have the characters talking during commercials? Well, some of them, not all of them, but some of them do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a well. Back when I still had WB, it was a usual thing. Right. Back in the day. <laughs> I think it's just a. I think it's just a surprise for them, for the people who don't know yeah. that they're going to reveal new voice actors. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that, and that'll be the day when the ratings will probably sink down to the floor. Uh, luckily though, luckily opinion. though, we have reasons to believe. I mean, I, I know I talk about Silva quite a bit ever since it's come up, but um. We have reason to believe that the re- the voices will are stuck as the replacements for the ninth season, hmm. but that they will be they are w- ready and willing to change them after the season afterwards if the fans don't like it. Which, as many of us fans can tell you, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know if you will or won't like them. No, I know. Actually, right now you've just got a knee jerk reaction. Anyway, mm. um. I want to see this CM, and I hope it is put up on Pocket Monsters soon. I'm sure it will. It will. It. it will be capped. It, trust me, it will be capped. It, it must be, or there will be a revolution. <laughs> I mean, well, 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 all I'm saying is, you have to poke Bry Seven X with an extremely long stick. Mm. Well, we do want to see it, anyways. Mm. Got to, you know, make our judgment on it. Right. Yeah. Probably gonna watch it live and other yeah. things. Well, I don't know about live watching it live. I can't watch it live. Uh, poor part. Yeah, it aired yes. this morning, so like right between uh, the mime episode and the, not the mime, the uh, the oak episode, where like they're all back at the laboratory and and the Cleffa episode. Okay. Mm. Oh, I don't know. We'll have one to see quick about question: that, What yeah. costumes were Ash and Misty in? Oh, in the, oh, uh, very, very good. Um, Misty was in the AG costume, and okay. as was Ash. Mm. They right, just making they sure. They were still a, yeah. They were all in their advanced generation costumes. They weren't in. Like the old, contrary to what that little uh, the little flyer had them in in their normal outfits, that's not how it was. So. Okay. Now I wonder though, um, the animation style you said it was different. Um, yeah. Did Did you notice any? I know you probably said this, but uh, besides the characters' facial features, um, did Did you 
see any uh, degrading of the quality at all, or did it no, look other sort than, of like the same thing? Other than other than the face facial expressions, like it, it basically looked re- pretty good. Like mm-hmm. especially the bat when Mewtwo was shown pedaling Pikachu and shown battling Dragonite. Mm-hmm. Very good shots, and when like he's coming out of the laboratory, it all looked really good animation. Oh. So like some people, it'll it's gonna be a very debatable episode no matter what on animation, but just because it's not by the traditional like Japanese, just you know, just, just to try and get an idea of the style. Um, if there is there another series that you could probably compare it to that said that makes it that it looks more oh. like than say anything, or does it just look different? Let all right, the. I don't know if this is bad or good for any of you, but the facial expressions definitely looked like Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> from, I was afraid from, you were going to say. From, like, from the two seconds I saw of the facial expressions, definitely Yu-Gi-Oh! GX-ish. I was very afraid of that. Okay. Yeah. That's um, scary. But no, <laughs> characters didn't look any older, did they? No, 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 no. Not at all. So it's still just a variation of their current appearance, not like yeah, the time yeah. No, it's n- it's not like okay. very drastic. It's like the f- little six-year-olds and five-year-old kids that are watching the show probably will not notice, but all the right. people like us mm. in the sixteen and up category who watch Pokemon basically will be the ones who take notice. But the little kids who watch the show continuously and continuously every um, Saturday, you know. Uh, I gotta say, don't assume they're gonna notice just because they're quote unquote little kids. I I could oh, debate that with you right now, but I'm I'm going to avoid <laughs> it because that would waste up a lot of the time in the Vulvacast. That's and I'm true. Sick, and we don't want to bother our Collins because we love them, and we don't exactly. want to scare them off the show forever. <laughs> huh. But it, but it'll be interesting to see though if they'll spin it off into another series, their own. Oh, series, I hope not. The, I hope not. I hope not either because maybe they'll start to tune out the others. Then they'll start making their own, and no, then it'll be. No. I've sort of got some uh, speculation yeah. regarding a spin-off that uh, actually this is speculation coming from Japanese fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if this is the best time to mention it, but um, basically, if you have a look at the title for the new movie that's coming out this year, it's not being billed as an advanced generation movie. It's being uh, billed as a ranger movie. Oh. Oh, God. It is not Pokemon yes. Advanced Generation, yada, yada, yada. It's Pokemon Ranger, yada, yada, yada. Oh, no. Now that... Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, the characters... As long as they don't... As long as it doesn't take over the main series. That would suck. Right. <laughs> if it goes okay, out so separately, spin-off. then it's fine. Oh. Spin-off? Good. We want spin-offs. Spin-offs would be good. We would love Pokemon yeah. Yosei. We would love... Yes. No, not Pokemon Yosei. We love Pokemon in Japan forever. If they started doing this stuff, but mm. if they took over the series, we'd probably—I think a, a, several of us would just get up and leave right now. <laughs> I could see, sadly, honestly, if they took over Pokemon with Ranger for say thirteen to twenty-six episodes, uh, just to give them some filler between uh, Advanced Generation and mm, whatever the Diamond Pearl season would that be, that would work. No, yo. I'd like to see I, if they're going to have it take over the series. I want to see Ash be a ranger. That's so that that's would, the that would be, be cool. If, if they're getting going to toss Ash for a side for a while, nah, I don't think that would if, work. If someone's <laughs> going to become a ranger at this point, it will be Masato. Well, who said it can be temporary? And well, I guess Masato, based on the Deoxys special, could have reason to become a ranger, but he doesn't really seem like the type. I could just see him with like a little 
little like Plessel or Minan sitting on his shoulder. Oh god! Or the new, <laughs> or whatever new Pikachu clone we have this fourth generation. You know there will be some Pikachu clone. Oh, Plessel and Minan weren't a Pikachu clone. They're not rats. They're little bunnies. That's but true. they're very so Pikachuish that they were definitely based to. You, you can't deny that they were at least partially intended to leech off the Pikachu fame, much as Pichu was. <laughs> and you know that there's going to be something that looks somewhat like Pikachu in some manner in the fourth generation. You can't deny it. Have I done squirrels yet? There's, um... Now that's a scary centret. thought. They've done centret, but that's that's kind of different. That's a very scary thought. An electric centret with red cheeks shooting all oh, god. Makes me think of Animal Crossing because there's some sort of squirrel that's purple with yellow zigzag and his name is Static. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Animal Crossing is a great game, but it's not Pokemon. And it's not the point of this podcast. So let's no, move. It's let's fine, move on. It's fine. <laughs> I love Animal Crossing. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, yeah, we it. all do. I think we all love. Every Pokemon fan loves animals enough that they love Animal Crossing. Yeah. Unless, you, unless you're one of the ones who plays the game because you like to see the Pokemon get beat up. In which case, you're a horrible, horrible person. Anyway. Before we get more Any. destructive, I think we should move on. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, uh, next question. Uh, uh, if you have any more. Oh, just sure. Just quickly. But uh, sure. we do um, have other call-ins to <coughs> oh, come in. So. Exactly. Alright, um, my other question was, they just revealed the new two episode titles, the um, the Team Rocket leaving one, and the Pewter Gym battle. Yes! Yes! Unfortunately, we can't give you the discussion on this one, because oh. that would give you two huge discussions. Alright, can I do That's one? kind of unfair for one caller. <laughs> oh. Well, can I do one? Yes! Alright, yes, good. Um, Pewter Gym one? Pewter Gym, yes! Yes! Alright, um... <laughs> What? Do you, who do you expect to be the two on the? Since they said it's going to be a double battle, who do you expect to be the two defending? Um, the oh. Pewter City Gym and the two trying to take it over, or whatever they're. Actually, to um, they said tag battle. Now yeah. I'm trying to remember if that is actually a double battle or not, but uh, I think it's different. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I think the Winstreet family thing was considered some a well, big tag battle thing. So well, the when tag battle comes to my mind, I'm thinking of movie seven. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's it's basically it's basically two is, trainers. Is this one two trainers, one Pokemon, or one trainer, two Pokemon? That's the point. Mm. I think it's going to be two and one. Two yeah. and, I don't, no, two and two. Two and two. Two and two. two, and two. Yeah, I don't think they would have them share one Pokemon because, quite frankly, if they're going to no, two people, trainers, one Pokemon each. Really? Oh, that okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Exactly. I was I was a little yeah. confused but, um, there too. Like one person going like Ludicolo water gun, and the other one's like no bullet seed, water gun bullet seed. No, you know. but I I really hope it's that gonna um it's gonna be two and two. I, and I gotta two. I gotta say, yeah. Lola her chances of being in this very being one of the defenders very very low. Flint a little higher, but not as much. Yeah. I've got my I've got. I've got my bets on that the defenders are going to be um, Brock and Forrest. Yeah, same here. And which which is going to be awesome because it's going to be Brock's old Pokemon versus Brock. I mean, with, so fighting alongside with Brock's, Brock's new, new Pokemon. Ones, right. And that's just that's that's but as good as a challenger be. Now that's that's a good question. I mean, maybe it'll be people... family members. It could be, or it could be Ash and May. Yeah, there's. It, I mean, it the could defenders well, could even be Brock and Ash. Ooh. I don't. Oh. I don't think. I don't think that Brock would go up against his own gym, just as... No, I said defenders. Oh, defenders. Right, the ones defend, yeah. 
yeah, I don't. I think that they have enough people at the gym that they're going to have someone besides um, Brock as one of the, as the defenders. And I well, think, you think, think you think that same are- thing with Cerulean Jim, but no, they all bug it off and let Misty do it. Well, Misty's mm. family, Misty family is different. <laughs> let's yeah, so face let's it, say- Misty family is not very nice. Yeah, but let's, let's say one of them- here that Forrest is injured or whatever can't compete. The mother th- is not exactly suited, and Flint is Let's imagine she's a, water a lazy bastard. But um, yeah, I think I I don't think that they would bring it to the, the Peter Gym and then not have someone from the Peter Gym fighting, especially when they have three potential people. Even if Brock's parents are both rather unlikely. Uh, oh, I, by I, the I way, think they uh, could have Peter them Jim not about this. Yeah. Um, I think it was Archaic who mentioned this a couple of Bobacasts ago, where he was talking about the pyramid being mobile. Yes, it is Nick uh, Okay, I was just gonna say that I think it's probably gonna stay in Peter now. So, um, yeah, pretty obvious. Probably gonna be there for a little while. You know. Well, I also, but getting back to who the de- the defenders versus right, the go, uh, yeah, challenges. Yeah, back to that. I just wanted to now, since they're go- there's got to be someone they're going to be defending against. And while the popular theory is that they're going to be going up against Ash and May, the fact that they're being called defenders makes me wonder if there's someone who's actually. Well, they're not being called yeah. defenders. The title is "Defend the Gym in a Double Battle." The yeah. word "defend" is written as a command. Right. Yeah. So it, at one point they could be defending their gym's reputation and have to, therefore that's why they're going up against Ash and May. But in we which could case, also... then it would be probably yeah. Brock and Forrest. Yeah. So. But at the same time, there's I think there's a pretty good chance that um what we could be seeing is actually um either someone like Team Rocket trying <sighs> go, trying to go up against the gym or some sort of oppo- some characters du jour who don't like the gym and want to like take it down or take it over or something. Do you want to know who I've heard they're speculating about? Who? Okay. Again, this is Japanese speculation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the characters from the Raikou special, Kenta and Mariner. Ooh. Mm. Now Why? That, that would be Because cool. they go to Kanto at the end of GSC, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. That is... That's... It's a good theory, but at the same time, there's not really anything that would give us a good reason to believe that that's what they're going to do, unless they mentioned something that... Of course, do we have any other su- proof su- for Ash and May, or do we have any other proof for Rocket Dan? I mean, it's like... Well, the fact... Know. It's a We don't even that. know if Rocket Dan will still be in the exactly. anime by that time. But we'll, dis- but... we'll discuss that later. Yeah, we'll discuss that <laughs> next week. Then. Some rocket shippers are going crazy. They're going to go. They're going to leave the series, and we're going to get the manga. Anyway, anyway, and we're going to get married. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I anyway, think, could I think, happen. Well, it could. Well, thank you for calling in, Nintendo Theater. I know. I know you have any more questions to ask, but there are so many callers. To such a such a good week. No. Yes, exactly. Mm. It's very it's very busy, and we very appreciate busy. we appreciate your call. Yep. Oh, of See course. You. I, I love being here anytime. So. It's always fun. All right, Nintendo yep. Theater. Thank All you right, for calling. Cool. Till next time. All yep. right, see you guys. See you. Bye. 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 And that was fun. <laughs> okay, so... You know what the weirdest bit of speculation I've heard about the whole Team Rocket dissolution is? What? What? That uh, the Team Rocket, the whole team, dissolves, and Jesse and James join Gogo Dan. What? Wow. I've heard the first mm-hmm. part, not the second. <laughs> These are the people that, that are on live boards? Or whatever no. Mm. Live? Uh, other, other places. But uh, basically, it ties into the whole, ooh, could they be doing a ranger arc thing? Mm. And that was mm. kind of the speculation there. Well, it could happen, but uh, I mean, we'll have to wait for all, and see. Uh, 
of course, they might have been talking in jest. I'm not entirely sure there, unfortunately. Maybe. I, I can't exactly tell sarcasm from uh, actual opinion in Japanese uh, speech yet, but anyway. Okay. Could happen. It mm. could happen. Yes. I think I think it's hey, a very it good happen. possibility. Anything could happen. Mm-hmm. We'll never know until that airs next month. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And our next call will be Hops2222, one of our favorite guests. Let's bring him in. 222222. 22, 22. Yes. All them twos. Hello, Hobbs. Welcome to Bubblecast 10. Hi. Hello. Hello. And have anything to ask us this week? Uh, it's more sort of subjective. I mean, I think may have touched on it last week. Okay. Um, like the, I think throughout the series, there's like been a, you know, we've seen like the characters of the day kind of pair up. And mm-hmm. if I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but it's like if any of like we have like Ash, Misty, May, and Brock, and then like Max, I'm probably not gonna consider or Team Rocket. Um, if like if there could be like one character or someone who who would be like the best match for each of those like Ash, Misty, May, and Brock. Yes, nice shipping conversation here. Ah, shippy. Uh, yay! We, mm-hmm. we gotta keep we gotta keep the shippers in it. So let's begin this. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have the shippers in it later. We got the huge rocket shipping thing that we want to go into. Uh, oh yeah, yes. that's right. <laughs> and as the queer shipper, I've got plenty to say myself. I mean, I I'm kind of. I, a queer shipper is just another kind of rocket shipper, basically. <laughs> anyway. Um, um, Brock is so totally obvious, it's not funny. Of course mm. we know who we're him to go with. Mm. And who is Lucy. that? Lucy! Azami! Ah. <laughs> no, I would disagree. <laughs> and why would that be? I I just don't. I think that I think that the ship is a good one-time thing, but I really don't think that there's enough there to support a good ship for a long time. I mean, I de- yeah, but we're only talking about one-off characters here. All right, all right. Yes, yeah, so every single every single combination of ship that you can imagine, and even including the ones that I'm not even going to mention because they're so obscure. Uh, yeah, well, we do have to remember that I think the incomplete list now has over one thousand. 500 ship <laughs> names. Yeah. Yeah, these are people who don't have any time to think about anything. That's a lot. 1,500. 1, Sorry about that. I had to mm. About that, yeah. Sure. One, about 1,500 ship names. All but of them have had at least one supporter at some point. <laughs> Even the ones with inanimate objects, and I can vouch to that. <laughs> and that is indeed disturbing. Yes, it is. It's a given that if it's on the list, there's probably someone who's written a lemon about it somewhere. Yeah. Even the ones with inanimate objects. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to go into okay. that. Anyway! Oh, oh, right. Um, yes, continuing on. <laughs> now, well, what we can talk about next while he's here is the one. 71 discussion, the whole Deoxys crisis. Mm. Oh, yes. Well, well, maybe we should keep going with the ship thing be- before I interrupt it with my no, I don't really think that, that, that that's the best choice for him. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we're going to move on to AG-171, Deoxys Crisis, the whole 43-minute package special, mm. whatever you want to call it. Um, very good special. I have to agree, even though it is considered a, a one- 
episode. I thought it was going to be considered two, but considering that they only had uh, one ending and they had um, four commercial breaks, I think mm. that uh, really proves. Mm, yes. I think it really proves to them that uh, they could do they could do specials like these, and um, they they did it pretty well. Mm. I'm gonna have to disagree with you. I thought the episode was a lot of well, yeah. I think I I don't no know what tank to think. I, I I don't know what to think of the episode. Mostly because I was a little confused because I didn't know what the whole deoxic si- situation was. I mean, it's not. It doesn't come off as obvious as it usually does when you see episodes in the raw Japanese. Right. Well, apparently there was a stone, and I believe Hinata was saying that. The energy rays from the sun. I think uh, when when it gives off energy rays, it goes to that specific stone. And I believe mm-hmm. that, I, I believe that's the, the if I recall, I that's the <coughs> pod that Deoxys came in. If I recall. Yeah, that seemed rather obvious. Yeah. I just didn't know what the situation really was. Why there was this huge oh my god revelation when when they found out that that's what the Deoxys came here on. I I didn't see what I didn't add everything it was hard to add everything up and there's a lot of talking so i knew something big was going on but i didn't know exactly what it was well if you saw the description you see you would have seen an epigee of the sun hitting the stone and yeah, uh, s- and you could see the the wavelengths once they hit a certain right. point um i think i think yeah. uh the the pod was exploding i think that's uh, yeah. the real point of this it's because when the when the energy levels were sink uh, the Oxys and all the electric Pokemon really had a hard time. They were in massive amounts of pain, apparently. Mm. And um, by the end, of the, by the end of the special, the thing explodes. Mm. And yeah. a lot of questions go unanswered. I mean, it's it's a very confusing situation. I have to, I probably have to watch well, about six times before I before I could understand it completely. There was, yeah, I was one wondering. in the app that really concerned me. Um, it's they don't explicitly state it, but it seems strongly implied that a lot of Pokemon died during this ep. Um, there would have been a lot of Pokemon caught in those cave networks that all exploded. They probably did, it's just that they never animated it. Yeah, yeah. That, wouldn't, that wouldn't have gone over well with the kitties. Exactly. No. Hey, look, here's well, a Pikachu well, dying! I'd like to say that I think Hinata is absolutely heartless. She basically mm. mind-controlled the mill tank and took it into a situation of great danger without any concern for the mill tank's safety. Now, I know that the kids aren't supposed to think about it this deeply, but when I see that, that just really is not right. I mean, taking your own Pokemon who you've trained together with and have a trust and understanding with is one thing. Taking them into danger is one thing, but taking a wild Pokemon who is trusting you only because this little device made him trust you into a situation of extreme danger like that is just reckless and irresponsible. And if that's all the rangers do, then they're setting a bad example. Yeah, but yet again, you have to consider that the, the target age for this, you know, the, the seven to nine-year-olds are not going to think about it this way. Well, I don't know. I felt the mill tank, when it ran, it you could tell it was scared out of its mind. So yeah, I definitely... It wasn't something that was just something that you can just draw from speculation. This was something that they made obvious. I, I mean... I felt really bad for it when it was when it woke up and realized, oh my god, there's a Deoxys right there. Well, if you have to consider that, <laughs> you have to consider that when remember that they're brainwashed 
and they yeah. don't remember. It's like uh, it's like the movie Eraser. Where they well, there you erase. go. There's another reason why I feel exactly. bad for the mill tank. Exactly. I mean, I, I kind of liked my old vision of the Rangers when, when I thought of them like they, they were just another trainer in the game that happened to be in the wild more and have a lot of grass-type Pokemon. I don't really like this kind of Ranger. It's kind of starting to scare me. <laughs> it would have been all right if they just asked the wild Pokemon for help, if they yeah. had something that allowed for effective communication and, in general, Pokemon being the friendly things that they are, they would help you, but... They're not really given a choice. The way they've they're, had, just... yeah, they're, they're not being given a choice. It's either, it's either you get caught or, I don't know, you just... You just run away. I don't know because because you don't because they don't even have the choice in the matter. It just it just happens. You throw, Wait, you throw, you throw you th- yeah you throw you, you you throw that capture device and if you get away with it, fine. If you're too well, weak, I mean, you're screwed. There's certainly instances where that sort of tech, the use of that sort of technology would be valid, like uh, trying to stop a rampaging Pokemon or whatever. Mm-hmm. But. When it's just a mill like, tank, it's not good. Just, just using it on your average wild thing to help it, to get it to help you to subdue something dangerous. Something, something much stronger than it. That it would, by preference, run away from. That's just wrong. Poor yeah, but that's tank. the way it's going. That's the whole ranger premise. You use the Pokemon, let them go. I mean, even the... And, I mean, and I keywords here is you use, th- like in the, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend kind of use when you... Mm. Uh, take advantage of, let's say. Uh, I, mean, I, I suppose just, like, getting a Pokemon in itself is a little morally ambiguous. Uh, when they don't so join now. willingly. Yeah, well, but now it's even more so. Now, right. now the whole fact that they're being forced is a lot more obvious. I mean, yeah. with Ash, well, whole... when he got his Pokemon, it was usually because they chose to go with him. Well, they become yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Whereas in that... the, the Ranger premise, they're, they get used... And let go. They're tools. They just don't want to be a... Yeah, there you go. They're tools. They're worse than HM slaves in the video game. Ooh. Hmm? Down with uh, Ranger. <laughs> Down with HM. the Rangers. I gotta say, I, I think we're on the verge of starting some sort of Bulbagarden anti-Ranger league because... I mean, I... I had a few problems with the with the trainers before, but I, I think the anime cleared almost all of them up. I mean, they you could tell they were... They were friends. They were, even even the recent the the ninja episode where the bonsai insisted on attacking Brock before before it would be captured. You could tell it wanted to be with Brock. It just wanted to it just wanted to do some sort of test of him first. But I mean, this is this is yeah. just wrong. This has tainted my view of Rangers forever. I liked them before. I wanted Ash to be one. I kind of still do, even with this whole moral ambiguity that Hinata has been showing us. <laughs> well, well, if you can, well, if you consider in the other direction, mm-hmm. if you have, if you have almost nothing, and you're in, you're in a situation, you could take anybody that you can get. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you, I mean, if you're, if you're in a situation that you're about to die, wouldn't you want to get something? Wouldn't you gonna want to just get a Pokemon just for the fact that uh, you have to protect yourself? Well, that's well, why trainers yes. have their team. But if you think about it, Deoxys was a threat. That's how I view it. But yeah, that is that it is a valid point. I mean, when you're in an absolute emergency situation, you basically do have to conscript people. And sometimes, I mean, it would certainly be good to be able to conscript people uh, and, well, basically be able to force them into doing it rather than having them run off scared. Exactly. Uh, for, for the sake of the greater good. But there are still issues there of removing 
people's free will and mm. uh, especially if it's not a situation of immediate danger like with Deoxys at that point it wasn't immediately dangerous it was just some weird events and honestly she could have come back with a trainer who did have a mill tank or even frigging brought Nurse Joy's Chansey or Blissey uh, considering she came along later Something and tell you. yeah anyway so yeah Anyway, Speaking of which, that scene was damn nice at the end. Mm. With the grab onto something. <laughs> now, Scott will hate this because Ash and May did not grab onto each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Brock and Nurse Joy were unusually close there. And I know yes. Nurse Joy was holding onto the Pokemon, not Brock, but it was still a cute scene. Yeah, she was curled up. Uh, in fact, if you look, the way you, you can almost almost looks like she has her head up, up against his chest, although it's far away enough that it's hard to tell. Mm. I mean, that was cute. That that gave me warm and fuzzy feelings inside. <laughs> now, me being the background music uh, connoisseur, I have to say that connoisseur, you, not con- connoisseur. Con- yeah, connoisseur, whatever you want to call it. They basically come and copied movie seven soundtrack with the exception of Lolly Boy but they did have some sort of hints that they were going to that they had a little bit of a Lovely Boy instrumental mm. thing but it's not uh, the same thing but um I think I think the background music was well used I mean I mean it's it's ironic movie 7 was Deoxys and this is a Deoxys situation so yeah, not really ironic play, well not really ironic it's it's sort Obviously of sort of expected Exactly, yeah. it's sort of expected. I mean, it's the same. It's the same. Pl- it's going against almost the same plot lines as movie seven was. Um, with with a little bit of Wishmaker. Yeah. yeah Actually, on that topic, um, this was a different Deoxys to movie set. Yes. That can't be doubted. And you know what? And, and uh, here's an interesting. Here's an interesting uh, tidbit. Um, the voice for Deoxys, of course, is obviously different here. The voice used yeah. in movie seven was a synthesized computer voice. You could tell. Oh, in this one, it okay. sounded some of it when I was watching. It sounds like a, ja- a muffled Japanese person speaking. If yeah, you, if yeah. You it, was, it was a Japanese effects. person's voice being put through some effects. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you could probably you could probably uh, decipher some words from yeah, some of I those just, things. Yeah, I heard some words that I understood, which is really. That really says something about how it was notably some sort of Japanese voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, right up until yep. now, we've been thinking of Deoxys as Pokemon. Mm. And in it's... the context of Pocket Monsters, maybe they are, but maybe from the way the Deoxys as a species might look at it, maybe they're just their own world's form of, I don't know, the, the dominant life form, the humanity. Yeah. The sentient species. Yeah. Um, I, mm. I don't... They kind of creep me out. They're like they come off as some sort of giant space virus. <laughs> I, I mean, that's a virus is just some genetic code and a protein. Mm. Deoxys is most its body seems to be mostly composed of genetic coding. That's kind of creepy. It's a spi- space virus to me. Mm. <laughs> Very good point there. For the people who don't know, there are four forms of Deoxys. There's the speed. There is the speed form, which is kind of like. Uh, 
It's kind of like a small, uh, a slimmer version of itself. We have the defense form where it has that, yes, it has a big round. It makes this head round. Then you have the normal form, which is the normal deoxys. And I believe, the, if I recall correctly, the last form is attack. Mm. Yeah. I, yes, and that is used to obviously attack. Mm. That it thing. was interesting to note that Hinata knew that she'd only be able to capture it in normal form, which kind of implies that the Ranger Association has dealt with the deoxys before. Mm. I don't know. I think she learned that by crying. No, no, no. Right then and there. No, she said that was information she'd received from the Ranger organization. She mm. would, okay. It would have to be in normal form for her to capture it. Okay. Well, at least the speed form would have been pretty difficult. Just kept jumping away. And the defense, defense form, it can form just break, could out. break out. Attack form, it right. could probably just attack the ring. Yeah. yeah. Cut it open, basically. So it makes sense Perhaps. that only in the normal form would she be able to take capture the deoxy. It was good to see a Pokemon that didn't just stand there looking dumbfounded at the ring and actually did something about it. Right. Yep. Because considering well, it's he broke out of it like a four times, three times. Yeah. Good four Enough. Or five times, yes. Yeah. So I think that's all that has to be said about the Deoxys episode. Lots of explosions. And not to mention, and not to mention <laughs> the whole movie nine preview that we got here, but we already had those trailers from before. Mm. And Actually, there's a few new frames, but you know. yeah, but eh, it's still. And and if you want same old. It still bothers um, me that May has so much connection to baby Pokemon. It's going to bother mm. me for a long, long time. Um, if you guys watch that preview again, by the way, you can see what I mentioned earlier, how the movie is being billed as uh, Ranger, not Advanced Generation. Yeah, but yet the characters uh, are still intact, as I said. Yeah. Yeah, characters are still intact for now, yeah. So it, it, they better keep them intact because even if it's for a short, even if they even if they get rid of the the characters for like a short period of time, many fans are going to be upset. Exactly. No, many fans won't know for several years because all they're watching is the dub. Yep, that's true. very true. But also, even in I, uh, even speaking in, of the dub, sorry, sorry, Pi. Speaking mm. of the dub, do you think the Deoxys will make it to the dub? Yes, yes, it will. They have no reason yeah. not to. Well, well there's a lot of anywhere in the episode. I mean, in the um, in the series arc. Um, it is billed as an episode, so we're probably so they're probably yes. going to see it. Well, but if there's it any wasn't, huge filler, <laughs> if there's it any, it wasn't done. It wasn't done like the Mewtwo special. It was done as a double length episode. Honestly, right. if uh, Pokemon USA wanted to, it would not be that hard to split it halfway and make it a to be continued. Mm. Yeah, they just have to add an extra frame. Yeah. yeah. Or um, just a, a narration. Yeah, and a bit of ominous yeah. music. I think if there's any, I think if there's any reason that it would be cut out of the out of the dub, I think it's just because maybe it's just me, but this episode seemed a little overboard with the explosions and such and the level of destruction. I I may I maybe I'm just being paranoid. A lot of CG. Oh yeah, plenty of CG. But th- that last time I checked, they didn't ban based on CG before, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they had to meet a quota. Yeah. Because this had but a lot of CG. There were so in. many explosions. It it was kaboom all over the place. I mean, it, it was over the top in terms of the level of destruction in this episode, or at least I thought it was. I was wondering, like, why did that um, rock kind of just destabilize and then blow up? Boom! Solar energy. Solar energy. We assume, yeah. It w- Basically, there was a solar flare on a lot of them and that was screwing up its magnetic field which of course screwed up the electric Pokemon and it had some sort of effect on this rock composed of whatever strange material that was composed of 
Possibly of metal. Possibly <laughs> some, mostly some sort of metal, and eventually it just whatever just built up inside it and then exploded. Yeah. Pokemon physics at work again. So, mm. It's, it's still it, possible. It's possible, but it requires a lot of stretching, and overall, it came off this Pokemon physics to me. I don't know about anyone else. <laughs> um, so I mean, it was. <laughs> I just remembered. Hmm? Um, we did actually see this meteor or whatever it is crash into the Pokemon world, which means mm-hmm. we saw a shot of the world from space. Oh, what did it look like? Mm-hmm. Well, that I is mean, not Earth. That is not an Earth shape. Oh, I actually like uh, that. Personally, we can I... see can we can see Kanto and Johto, but they did not appear to fit together like. Uh, Japan does. That actually kind of... Personally, I, I actually like that because um, I've never been a big fan of the, all the hints that we have that this is just an alteration of our own world. It kind of makes the series... This is going to sound corny, but it, it kind of takes away some of the magic of the series if it's our mm. own world just with different creatures. So I, the that, only... I, I, that makes me happy that they decided to make it a new world entirely or something. The only problem, actually, is that the way it looked, mm-hmm. I couldn't actually be sure that they're exactly on an island. It, it kind of... Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's just the angle that I saw things from, but when I originally saw that scene, I was thinking, they're talking about a meteor striking somewhere else here, because I couldn't see that as Kanto originally. It actually looked more like it might have been Tunguska in Russia. Well, it wasn't... Um, let me see. The only Earth shot I can recall is the one with the ghosts on 46, if I recall correctly. Um, so anyway... Is there anything else really to say about this episode? Hmm. Well, besides the um, the ominous uh, DS the DS Light giveaway, and it's in Japan, which I, I think is completely irrelevant because if anyone even attempted to answer that, they still wouldn't get in because the Japanese mail service would wouldn't uh, get there in time. Mm. But the DS, well, but that DS Light does look interesting, though. Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, they, they, I'm surprised they've even been able to keep them back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And you know, you know how sometimes actually that's what they do most of the times when they show a product. When they show, off, ooh, this nice DS, they used to do the nice uh, CG effects with the glare. And, yeah, sometimes it's cheap. Uh, sometimes I think it's cheesy on their part, but all right, it's yeah. Oh well, it's just a glamour thing, and uh, kids are kids are. Uh, Attracted to shiny objects, mm. and I think this is the time to remind you that we, we do have an email address, Bulbacard. Yeah, nobody. Bulbacard.net. Nobody emails us. Yeah. What are you doing? You have we've to been, email. We we've been asking email. them on the English edition, but nobody's been emailing us. We want to answer all these questions, answer questions on the English edition that people email in, but we can't really do that because nobody's sending us questions into the into the email address. And, so here's a, and here's a plug. For you the- can also post your questions on the forums if you don't feel like using email. Exactly. We have a form set up right now. We're going to have a form set up for every single Bulbacast. We're going to have one for review, one for question and answers. We have, a, we have had a flood of posts on that question and answer thread alone. You don't have to <laughs> wait for us to set up a thread. You can post your own thread. That's okay. Anyway. There. So anyway. Speaking of which, shall we start answering some of those questions? Well, first of all... Okay. Do we need to finish up the speculation on those new episode titles, or are we done there already? Um, well, we could do the other episode that we didn't speculate about, the Team Rocket one, 
Yeah. But we could also save that for another one, cause yeah, because another episode, because there's a lot of ongoing speculation, and um, we have a lot to discuss this week already. Might as well leave yeah. something for next week. Exactly, because we're going to have 172, and that will open up more doors. Oh, yes. All right, so, Hobbs, thank you for calling in. You have, you have any more questions before I hang up on you? Can I just kind of give my point on, like, that um, shipping, the whole shipping thing? Sure. Yeah, we never yeah. really got back to that. Sure, go right ahead. Kind of on, I, I'm probably going to say this more in like a generalized manner. Like for Brock, it's something like you know, ideally it'd be someone who kind of shares a you know same interest, like breeding and all. But I don't know, whether that's going to happen, I don't know. But Brock's up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. They have they have I, no thoughts on shipping right now. I bet. Yeah. Like May's probably a little more narrow. I mean, right. if you spin her off, I mean that would be pretty nice actually. Mm, yes, that would be good. Like you, know, I haven't seen much of Drew lately actually, so I don't know what he's doing. Maybe they'll, maybe maybe what the what happens is maybe they'll have uh, maybe they'll make another Hoso spinoff of uh, of those two, like they've done with the AG Hosos where the revisiting old characters. Perhaps that's mm. what they're going to do. Maybe who knows? But continue. And again, like, um, Misty, I really don't know too much. I mean, we haven't seen her too many episodes, so... And too many of the whole shows, so we don't really... I would think, well, I, I used to be, like, you know, the whole poker shipping thing. Not not now, kind of, I just wait and see what happens, but... Um, whether she comes back or not, actually it would be nice for her to come back, because I haven't seen her in so long. Yeah. And for Ash, I, I really don't care. It's whenever he grows up, because I don't even know if he has really begun to... Really, no grow up yet or anything. Well, like that. he doesn't. I'd say, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'd say he's seventeen though, so maybe he has. Mm, no, he's not seventeen. He I would have said fifteen, short. sixteen, fifteen, sixteen. I'd say he's more thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, no, he's more mature. I'd he is he's, not. I don't care how seven. started it. He started at twelve in Japan. We no, know he started, that he's, he started at. 10 in Japan. He did? Yes. Oh, okay. Then I'll agree with Pi. 13, 14. I also, mean, he, he doesn't uh, actually... Approximately a year for uh, Kanto. Is three years our time. Approximately half a year for oh. Johto, because I remember he was up to... It was at about Goldenrod when they said it had been a year. So, um, approximately maybe one more year for Hoenn. Wouldn't have even been six months since he's come back to Kanto. Yeah, it's or this, is probably like another the com- the conversion that most the, the conversion most people use is that one year in our time will trans well I mean three three years in our time will translate into about one year of eight, of development in the anime. And I gotta say, since we're talking about shipping, one of the reasons what the main reason why I am a Poke shipper is because. Ash doesn't get it so much that I would think the only person who could beat the concept of romance into him is Misty. <laughs> that's my that's yep. my that's why I support Poké shipping in its entirety. <laughs> Simple as that. Traveled together for so long, so she probably knows what he's like. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, willing to wait. Yes. She's willing to beat that into him just to get him. Other girls, they might have crushes on him, but they move on. She's stubborn. And that's what we like about Misty. Anyway, um... Yeah, so he's like, you know, and... Yeah, I was trying to, like, get how old he was, roughly, like, 13, 14, 15. It's okay, so he's maybe just beginning puberty or something like that, but, it's like, still, I think he would probably get 
some some of this stuff. I think it's yeah, like he's not he's a, going through it all. He really is not as aware of, about that stuff as the average kid. Even if he was like ten, this would be thick. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, considering um, that his only real constant male role model at the moment is Brock, you can't exactly blame him for missing all the signs. Yeah. It's gonna be, it, when he does start to get it, it's gonna be amusing. In, yes, because he <laughs> Brock will be his teacher, and he's going to get so oh, screwed gosh. up. Teacher, I think that's right. In the manga, he'll be envious. I think, I think we just, I think that's just another season of material right there. Yep. So if that, so if that, if that uh, sparks any any ideas in the Japanese writers, go right ahead. Do it, do, do it. it. We would love it. <laughs> we would love to see the misadventures and romance of Ash and Brock. We would love it. We would love you forever. <laughs> that reminds me, I must ask Alex to finish off that old fan art she was going to do for me. Um, uh, a mock-up of a dust cover for, uh. Men are from Kanto, women are from Hoenn. Written by Brock. Uh. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Yes. So, um, now shall we move on to the questions? <laughs> yes, and we would like to say, well, Hobbs, do uh, you have any other questions besides those other three, three that you've uh, pitched to us? Um, no, not really. All right. All right, thanks a lot, Hobbs, for See calling. Ya. We'll definitely have you thanks. on again. All right, hey. thank you so much. Bye. Goodbye. Our next call-in will be Winter. Let's welcome him. Hello, Winter. Welcome to Bubblecast 10. Thank you. So. You have anything to talk about, Winter? Uh, did anyone have any more Ranger questions? Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Um, actually, as a matter, actually, as a matter of fact, you could, you could help us uh, answer these questions that we have sure, on the site absolutely. here, because you posted the thread. Exactly. So it's only, so it's only fair that we answer it within your presence here. Yay! Yay! Right. Let's let's get let's get to this new section we have here: question and answer that we have on the form here, as we mentioned earlier. All right. Well, one second before we get to that, though. I'd like to ask your opinion, Winter, on something we were just discussing a little earlier. Okay. Um, with the Pokemon Rangers, how mm. do you perceive them capturing the Pokemon? Is that like mind control, taking away their free will, or is it something else? How do you see um, that? In my opinion, Having I think it... play the game. I, I think it's the Rangers channeling the help of their Pokemon, uh, channeling the help, rather... They need their help to, you know, complete something. And between the bond between humans and Pokemon, you know, it's kind of a mutual hmm. friendship there, maybe? That's kind of... That's a good way of looking at it. I actually like that way of looking at it. The way the anime presents it kind of comes off a little creepy. But I guess if you put it in that light, it starts, like, seeming nicer, actually. Well, it's kind of funny because when, um, what was it, AG-155, I think it was, when um, the girl tried to capture L- the Lanoon, yeah. um, they made it look a lot easier than it is in the real game because if that was in the game, the Lanoon would try to break out of the circle. So. Yeah. Well, if they're resisting, doesn't that mean that they don't want to do it? They don't want to do it, but um, 
So yeah, you could say it's mind control, but also you can also look at it from the respect of I need your help, so you're going from to scripting. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, let's get on with these questions. Yeah. Right. Question time. Who wants to read the first question? Or uh-huh. what question are we going to ask first? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I should get it up in front of me. <laughs> My fault. Well, there's the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, um, if you want to answer, answer a couple of Misty's questions, I say we <laughs> add them for a little bit of comedy yeah. effort. Yeah. Okay. Actually, the airspeed of an unladen swallow, we should actually be able to figure that out. <laughs> I mean, it's we basically see. equivalent to a Pokemon in real li- uh, uh, an animal in real life, and mm-hmm. sure. We know which. Uh, well, actually, no. I guess that's the point. What type of swallow does it equate to? African or European? Whichever, which one? Everyone's bigger and faster, I think, because it seems to, Pokemon seem to have crazy stats as as any of the information that the Pokedex right. gives us. To, although, I actually had someone give me a theory of really rather recently that I kind of believe that the Pokedex is basically lying. In most cases, we're talking about um. Pidgeot's flying at Mach 10 and all these ridiculous numbers, all these different ridiculous stats. It's basically just lying. So it was Mach 1. Mach 1? I don't know. It, it was, was Mach yeah. 2 and it was Pidgeotto, as far as I remember. That was with uh, the School of Hard Knocks episode. Yeah. But um, there's there's a lot of stuff in the games, like with these ridiculously high, high ridiculously out there statistics. And... Someone just suggested to me that it's all it's all lying, and it's, things start to make sense if you look at things in, in the Pokédex in that light. Apparently, it's even worse in Monster Rancher. Couldn't it just <laughs> those stats are the highest numbers ever recorded? I mean, maybe the Olympic class Pidgeotto recorded that, but the average Pidgeotto can't. One, one with the hasty nature and with um, all his EVs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Now we're going to have um, a few questions from Sunan here that she posted in the thread. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Oh, this was a good one. I'll start with off with this one. She asks, with Ranger being the first episode over 24 minutes in length, do you think that we will see more special episodes this long and are part of the main story arc? Absolutely. I think they're going to milk Ranger for all it's worth, at least for the next four months. Well, I think she was more referring to special episodes in terms of other things, not besides Ranger. Okay. And in terms terms of the series, though, there will be instances that there will be special episodes... I mean, they're not going to get off the Hoso niche just yet. Just yeah. by just by canceling the AG Hosos when they started Pokemon Sunday. Um, I really, I really think they're going to be more double episodes because there, there are many, there have many series, there have been many series that uh, copy that are that is copied off of Detective Conan being one of them. Um, but to consider how much uh, time and effort the editors do and the artists for a double episode, I think it would be uh, possible that we will see this probably down the road. Maybe not in the next thirty episodes, but. Certainly down the road in the next 50, I would say. Probably next season. or Well, there is no season, but next arc or whatever it may be. Mm. And let's see. Um, oh, th- oh, this one This one's a pretty interesting spin. Mm. Um, she also asks, do you, think that the po- do you think the Pokemon movies fall under the Star Trek movie syndrome? 
The even-numbered Star Trek films are superior to odd-numbered Star Trek films. Movie 9 being an odd-numbered movie isn't doomed from the get-go. Wow. No. No, 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 I've no, no, liked no. quite a few of the odd-numbered movies. I think the only one that anyone would go out of their way to say was really bad was the Deoxys one. Sure. And, yeah. No, I mean, five, well, if you go one with was, the odds, five, five was great. One was great. Three, yeah. I don't know. Three was okay. Three, three, was wasn't, three wasn't spectacular, but it was good. I three mean, was it was... Possibly my favorite, actually. I really enjoyed yeah. that one. Well, my favorite's definitely eight, but um, yeah. And I mean, there's been good odd huh. ones, good even ones. Yeah, the only I one that people, the only one that any everyone would agree wasn't good was seven. That's the only one that you yeah. could base. That's the only one you could base that argument on. Lovely boy. On. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's Kalvachan. Yes, Kalvachan. <laughs> no need to get into that. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah. see. So yeah, it doesn't really fall under the syndrome. Mm-hmm. Now this one, this one's also very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also asks, "E3 is quickly approaching. Will Diamond and Pearl make an appearance or debut, or will Nintendo wait until later in the year, as they've done with many other yeah. titles?" Hopefully, they'll wait. Hopefully, they'll. Uh, I mean, no, not wait. Hopefully, they won't wait. Hopefully, we'll make a debut because we want to know much as much about this as possible. It, it, have we had a wait this long before before a new game? Um. Well, gold. Well, Gold and Silver was released in 1999. November well, what's 1999. What's the gaps? What are the gaps? Uh, about three years, usually. Yeah, and how long has this gap been? Three years. Uh, well, Emerald was released in 2004. And well, Emerald I mean, was... I'm, ta- I'm talking about from the first ones to first ones, the uh, breaking out um, of the generations. Ruby Sapphire was in 2002, so about four years almost. Yeah, it seems like the gaps are getting longer. And while I guess that's well, good because I don't want to see them rush. Complex. Yeah, I don't want to see them rush, and they usually make them very good when they come out, but the gaps are getting longer, and so the fans' patience grow wear thinner. Hopefully it won't get to the point where every generation they'll add a year to the um, the gaps, because the if they do time. that, then so, so eventually we'll have ten-year gaps, and people will forget um, what Pokemon is in between. Nice. <laughs> okay, That'll so, be um, into the mother syndrome. Mm. Yeah. Alright, we're going to have three more questions here, because they all, they all are very good. Thank you, Sunny, for those questions. Those are very, very good. Um, this one's a kind of a long one. Um, so listen to it. She's, she asks, Why do you think Chronicles is delayed in North America? Europe has already seen the complete set available on DVD. Possible redubbing of North... Uh, let's see. Well, she's, she says here, Possible redubbing of the North American release? New episodes for the summer? Australia? Mm. And, and um, to key off of that. And on that note, she also says, Australia is getting Indigo and Orange League box sets... Yet North America is still getting the three episodes of disc deal with the newly announced 10 anniversary of the box Pokemon of disc treatment. Why wouldn't they just what? release the the 10th anniversary box sets instead? Marketing ploy, greed, or just plain stupid? And possibly remastered episodes in Blu-ray and HD DVD. That's the questions. Okay, we're getting box sets. I didn't know that. Yes, um, I did not you, know you, Australia was getting a box set. Yes, yes, they are. Yes, okay. you are, you luckies. Yes, you are getting box sets. But it's dubbed. I don't want it. I'll sell it to you, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, I'll buy it. Yeah, but I yeah, like but the dub. It's in, on my DVD player. it's in PAL. It's in PAL. It's not on TV. So all TVs these days are compatible with both PAL and NTSC. That's also true. I want to move to Australia. <laughs> then then uh, suffer with the internet. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, moving on to the next portion of the question, the Chronicles, delayed in North America. Hmm... Uh, no word. No, no word, word at yet. all. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to redub it or not. I, I don't maybe think per- so. 
Well, considering what the poor job that they done with the Raikou special. They could, if given that the whole, the dub is changing hands, I would assume that has a lot to do with why... No, it's already done. Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I know. The changing hands. Okay. The changing hands probably has a lot to, something to do with the delay, especially if they mm. want it to be redubbed, because obviously if it was redubbed by four kids, it would have been done before this all happened. So if anyone's going to be redubbing it, it's going to be Pokemon USA. And Pokemon USA just took on this whole project on their own, and if they are actually considering redubbing it like there is an outcry for them to do, which apparently they do listen to outcries, so um, so if they are going to be redubbing it, redubbing it, which the fans would love, please, big puppy eyes, um, then... They're not redubbing it, I don't think. I'm pretty sure that the delay is simply because four kids licensed a group to make these DVDs. Four kids are now no longer giving out licenses, but the license, the sub-license that that other group has is still, for the moment, valid. And that will run out soon, and when that runs out, Nintendo can then release their stuff. The other group okay. only has a very limited range of things they're allowed to make DVDs of. Right. So Who unless four kids told them, make a DVD mm-hmm. box... They can't make a DVD box. Mm-hmm. What are you saying, PPN? Who has the license for the videos? Is it Viz? Uh, I don't know. Viz. Because it, I think in America it is Viz, and that license needs to be renegotiated now that PUI have it. In Australia, it's already been renegotiated. I see. Now, next. And the UK, where these these were released, it's another company. Uh, yes, and I think in the UK, they'd already released them before PUI took over. Yeah. So they didn't need that whole thing. Right. Moving Even on. Four Kids did the dub and the, the, uh, the video yeah, work. Four, ki- mm. four Kids were not the distributors of their own DVDs. Yeah. They, no, they, but they did affect the um, yeah. the translation and the uh, the dubbing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then that licensed company. <laughs> yeah, and then they the had the... Afterwards, right. Got it. Yeah. Now, okay. next, next up... Um, I'm just going to skip over the 10th anniversary box sets because at this point it's going to be Pokemon on the disc and I don't think it's going to be uh, redone. But um, she does have a good point of uh, possibility of remastered DVD episode, uh, episodes on HD, DVD, or Blu-ray. I mean, you could fit a lot of episodes no. on well. No, it's not going to happen. No. Neither of those formats HD. is going to last before the next uh, generation of formats. In the US, they will be like MD format was. I mean, in Japan, yeah. MDs took off. So fair enough, in Japan, you Blu-rays and whatever might keep going for a while. But in the US and in other countries around the world, these will be fairly short-lived formats with fairly high prices that, I mean, you may continue to get support for them for a while simply because Japan's still getting support but in the end they will be superseded by probably hard disk players. Mm-hmm. Next up from Sunane is um, Pokemon.com. Uh, she has comments on um, fan sites are now overtaking Pokemon.com on hits. Do they really care oh. about the website or is it because that the fan sites have better information? Do you think that the flash on the website is good or bad? She personally thinks that she finds it annoying and the reason why she never visits. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind. does not have detailed info. In fact, this is the same case with a lot of official sites. They do not have real detailed info, do not give 
mm. news as quick as the uh, fan sites. I mean, it's really pathetic when the fan sites get the press releases up before the official site can even bother to do it. Yeah. And yep, I do that all the time. The, yeah, I mean, we can't actually be totally sure that the fan sites are getting more hits or not. I mean, like, for example, I showed some people this a while back, but um, Serbia has a higher ranking than Pokemon.com on uh, the Alexa rankings, but those only really count users of Internet Explorer who have Alexa's thing in. So is it just because the little kids visiting Pokemon.com haven't been infected with the Alexa fireware? Is it because you've got adults visiting Pokemon.com but they're using Firefox? It's Mm. difficult to tell. I mean, if if you have a look at the the Alexa statistics, Bulba Garden gets a a significantly higher ranking than either Smogan or Poker Gym, both of which on the surface seem to be a lot more active. And the user bases of all three have heavy usage of Firefox. Bulba Guns is probably the lowest of the three. We've only got about 50% usage. I'm not mm. sure what the other two sites are. Smogan's probably almost 90% knowing them. Poker Jim, hard to tell. If, but, um, oh. Yeah. I, I was just going to make uh, one comment. I think Pokemon.com has no excuse for making it because it's for making it, um, a, for not making it a good website because its Japanese counterpart is excellent. I visit it every mm, Friday yeah. when it's updated. They should people- have. St- Oh my God. I, I don't visit it regularly because I don't understand any of it that's said, but whenever people show me the links, i just like, wow, why can't, why does our, why is this so good? Why is ours so bad? They need why to put take 20 minutes to load on broadband? <laughs> in Japan, yeah. well, you have to remember that in Japan, fan sites don't tend to be as huge and mm. fandoms don't tend to be as centralized. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you have the other factions. You have Poke Annie, Live Door, I'm try- a lot, yeah, Live Door, some other fan sites. Live Door's more. a blog. It's not, Live Door is a blog site like Live Journal. Yeah. It is not a specific fan site. You've just got people commenting on other people's blogs. Yep. Yeah, they seem I, to get they, they seem to get more information in the official sites, which uh, are, is kind of like the kind of the same thing as the U.S. counterparts here. I, I, what I don't understand though, uh, with the TCG, Poker Gym has basically become the unofficially official uh, forms for the game. I mean, you get representatives on it fairly frequently. In fact, there's one forum where PUI representatives and uh, Poker Gym staff who are members of uh, the actual rules team, uh, who, like, I guess they sort of do, sort of don't work for PUI, mm-hmm. um, reply to people's questions about the rules. So the place is acknowledged by Nintendo. If they can do that for the TCG, why can't they do that for the games and anime? Because there are certainly some big sites out there which could easily fill that spot. I mean, your only problem there is, are they going to fit outside of the target age group? Yeah. Mm. I, guess, I think that's the main issue. Might be fair. Yeah. I mean, Smogan's the, the wow. target market. Mm-hmm. Though... Honestly, if Smogonites were given an opportunity to run an official site, I'm sure they could do it and keep it child-friendly and have their bits split off to another forum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As for anime, well, Bulba Garden and Cerebi would be fighting it out there. Rawr! <laughs> 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 but still, um, 
moving right well, along. Yeah. Anyway, last question. Last set of questions for Selena here because she is awesome about uh, giving us synopsis and other questions about the bubble cast. Um, Glory Day is now the longest ending. Because of how many times it's been shown. Has it overstayed its welcome? Do you think that there's yes. a reason a sports CD hasn't been released? Because they're waiting for the new endings so it can be included. Usually a new opening and ending are included in the single CD. Do you think that Perfect Best 2 CD is kind of pointless without Spurt? Now! Go away, Glory Day! <laughs> I do admit that Glory Day has indeed overstated its welcome. It has... Oh, God. It has been... I uh, wasn't... 60 Sorry. episodes now. I wasn't that fond of Glory Day at the start. I mean, at the, at the beginning, it wasn't so bad. I just didn't think it was that fitting for Pokemon. Now, now I have heard it so many times that hearing it is getting to the point where I, I'm bordering on a homicidal rage when I hear that song. I, I, I can't stand it. Get hey, rid of it. At least it burns the lyrics into your head. Oh, at least God. you can sing it in karaoke now. No, no, but, I, I reached, I reached the point where I, well, I, I mean, I don't pick up on Japanese lyrics that easily anyway. I kind of picked up Battle Frontiers, but really, I, I'm, I'm just skipping. I'm glad I have the files downloaded because then I could just skip over that ending. I want it to go away, go away, go away. Yeah, but there are some <laughs> people that want to have Glory Day remain because it is why because it's because the upbeat because the upbeat song we need what we need to do is we have we need another garden ending the only garden songs that we have right now are Advanced Adventure and Glory Day we need another song from them they actually have an album out why can't they just use a song from their album to put over here now I want to find a garden album because they're good music I, I I don't I don't like it I don't even think it's that upbeat you want to beat try um look ahead Team Rocket this is My it makes me think of J- uh, uh, that's just a that's just a that's just a mockery in an I know a mockery I, know. I, I like mean, it I like it better than this a lot better this hmm. doesn't fit Pokemon this has been here for too long this is getting really annoying. This I yes, if I had to if I had to choose if I had to choose between losing May and losing this ending, I would get rid of this ending and keep May for whatever period of time. Yes, but have you noticed that the fan base in Garden, the the fan the fan base in Garden in terms of the the uh, usage in the anime, you have Advanced Adventure which ran for seventy times. You have seventy. That updates. was okay. Advanced Adventure was good. That's well, <laughs> obvious. Well, the, 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 weird, the weird thing was, the interesting thing was that Advanced Adventure was not written by by Garden themselves. It was written by um, another uh, another composer. I forget the yeah. name at the moment. Um, Glory Day was written by themselves, based on the the feelings and emotions for that song. It really has defined AG because it's supposed to be a happy feeling. You're uh, supposed to have a feeling I- of accomplishment. That you've accomplished something. Now, I I'm not saying like I'm not saying that it should be here forever. I do agree. Yeah. It should leave. It. it should leave because we have uh, we had had uh, three different versions of this and countless versions of uh, from AG150 on. But I've- I do not agree that they should get rid of Garden entire, entirely. Just simply yeah, because it's give them a new song. That would be yes, fine. Yes, give them a new but, song. Now, if they, now here's, here's the thing, though. If they put mm-hmm. Harker's theme at the end of... If they make Harker's theme the new ending, I am just going to stop watching it. Oh, God. Because that make- is annoying. 
I'm sorry. No, I'm okay with I'm okay mm. with the the Harkus theme. I actually like that more than Glory Day. I did, I don't but I having a May centric having a May centric theme would be like having an Ash centric theme. I mean, yes, she is the second fiddle, but she gets so much anyway. Having a the uh, anything to ha- devoted to her would be really redundant. Moving All right. EV one asks. By how much do the stat-raising badges actually raise a Pokemon stats by? E.g. Brock we don't said. know. <laughs> no idea. I'm one who knows about games. Sorry, that is not us. Uh, when we get a game cast, maybe. Uh, Smogun would probably know. Uh, off the top of my head, I think 5%. But I'd say about a... 10 Going by the um, logic Bone... of the... Oh, my fault. No. <laughs> it, it, they don't... The bonuses do not show up in your stats, mm. and you only see it in your combat damage, but you're not going to really notice your combat damage, because all the combat uh, calculations that have been done to figure out exactly how we figure out damage and so forth are done based on having all the badges. Mm, no yeah. one's really done them based on when I just started the game with a level 5 character, because it's very difficult to do it when you have such low scores. To, to get a I equation forget, that will work for the whole game. I mostly forget that the badges even do that. I mean, what most I really compare about, c- care about is progressing in the game, being able to do the HMs and all that. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's not something that, and it, that anyone really thinks about much. The badges are just... Oh, yeah, they give some bonus to your Pokemon stats. Who knows what. All right. And that's uh, uh, Paper Fairy asks, the GS ball, was it... Was its purpose simply to lure Satoshi to the orange... Um, is that Shoto? Shoto. Yeah, Shoto. In the manga, or the manga, pardon me, it was the only item that would capture Celebi, whereas in the games it was used to lure Celebi. In, uh, in, the, in the anime, they pretty much just forgot about it after they gave it to Kurt. That's it. Yeah, well, that's actually a later 